Hey. Hello. Uh, oh. Everyone. Oh. We're Hello. live. Hello? Every, everyone? Me. You. It's just, I mean, yeah, it's not really everyone at this point. It's it's just you and I. Just just us. Just, just two, like a, two out, uh, outside New York City boys. Uh, sure, sure. Sure. You, you a little a little further outside. Well, sure. The, the distance yeah. doesn't matter. The fact is we're out of New York City. So it's we can true. we can it's talk true. about things that are outside of New York City, like shitty pizza. Oh, the worst pizza! Jeez. <laughs> I know it's like yeah. a it's like a it's almost like a stereotype at this point. It's like oh, why, why do New Yorkers love their pizza so much? Okay. I've had pizza right. outside of New York City. Not good. Have you have you ever been to Chicago? I have not. Their soup pizza. They're it's not pizza. It's lasagna, and you can't tell me different. <laughs> Garfield's favorite Chicago, pizza. Uh, went to Chicago for the and hung out sort of for the first time in uh, I guess it was 2019. Okay. Oh, gotta get some Chicago pizza. Gotta just see what the big deal is. It's garbage, is what it is. I feel like it's messy. Yeah, because like, you, you gotta eat pizza. it with a fork and knife. Is that a thing? Can you eat it with your hands? Is it, is it a hand food? Guys, don't worry. We're I, gonna talk about comics in a, in a bit. It's a little warm up here. It's a, I, for me, it's a knife and fork because it comes like, in like a, you know, like a deep dish pan. You're like a George Costanza with a Snickers. Even worse. That's true. At least George Costanza is bearable. Actually, no, that, that is an unbearable human being. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, hi, guys. Hi. Welcome to the Comics Pals. We're a little uh, short-staffed, much like um, your local fast food joint. Um, but Bless those people. You want to get into that, Cal? You want to get into... Wage discussion in America. Yeah, <laughs> across uh, well, the world. I can't. Let's... I can't speak for. I can't speak for America. Sure. But in Britain, there are uh, big old um, strikes happening right now. The country Ooh. is just on the verge of a huge general strike because everybody's pissed off about wages. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, hello, everyone in the chat. We got the medic cannon show. Thanks for the follow. Thanks for uh, discovering us on the. Just the general just chatting or podcast page. I don't know how you found us, but you found us on Twitch. So nice seeing you. Uh, and that's what's Beck, important. Hello. Hello. Uh, Kefis. Uh, Kefis. I had a Chicago pizza with double cheese that had so much cheese that it filled the empty spot when I took one slice out. Oh, ew. Oh, so like it morphed uh-huh. like some kind of Cronenbergian body horror um, blob of flesh filling up the, filled, uh, like the empty. Mm. The cheese was pus. It's like a pizza the hut sort of thing going on there. <laughs> Um, thank you. Oh, I, yeah. I did a dirty old, uh, I complimented my beard. I did a dirty neck shave this week because I actually had to go back to work and uh, didn't mess with uh, my face. So You do a straight razor? Is that what you do? I feel you look like a straight razor kind of guy. I wish. I don't have the patience. I hate Live shaving. Live life dangerously, you know? I hate shaving, man. It's the worst. I can't, if I were a woman, I would be the hairiest woman. Oh, nice, nice. Um, but yeah, we're, uh, Sean is on walkabout and Marco is on in Long Island or something. <laughs> Marco's on fuckabout. Yeah. Hey, if he's in Long Island, that's definitely he might be, he might be on fuckabout. That's true. That's true. I know those Long Island types either, you know, doing that or Trump rallies. Um, all right, let's, uh, <laughs> let's get into the show. So, uh, before we get started, I wanted just to say, you know, where he can find us, you know, the little, little plugs here. Um, you can find us at uh, the Comics Pals on uh, Twitch, 
Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, sometimes, if I'm, depends how my depression's doing. Um, and then, oh, cool. Oh, Bex, thanks for the uh, gifted sub and cannon shout. You know, I got a, a sub. So awesome. Thank you. Um, hello, mashing pump skins. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I love reading these names on here sometimes. Um, yeah, so uh, one other place you can find us. Uh, oh, oh so, hello. Hello. Uh, one other place you can find us is uh, Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash the comics pals. Where uh, we're doing we're doing uh, newsletters there weekly. You get a newsletter from each one of us every week. Uh, a different one of us each week. Uh, I believe Kale, you're coming up where you're going to be doing something. I don't want to. That's, that's you wanna right. No, teaser I'll, it. I'll, I'll say I'll say what I'm doing. Oh, that'll uh, sell it. Yeah. This will be all about the reaction this week. I am trying. I'm I'm doing an extension of the Food Pals. I'm gonna try wasabi ice cream. Oh my god. Yeah. There's um, nothing about that that sounds like I would I'm, survive that. I'm excited. Is it the real wasabi or like that fake wasabi that it's like green Listen, horseradish? I don't know. It you, could you very well having... just be it could just be garbage because, you know, like I got it at Little or Aldi or whatever, but I saw I saw it and I said that's going to be awful and I said, "You know what? I have to try it." Last time I That's went a little adventurous, adventurous with my ice cream, I, w- I went with a, a green tea matcha ice cream that like you'd think that would be good. Mm. It was like See, the Haagen-Dazs one, too, and it was just disappointing. Matcha just doesn't have flavor. Maybe I just oh, I dude, don't get no. it. A good, a good matcha is bee's knees. Um, but yeah, yeah, for at the $3 tier, you can uh, you can see that. You can see... How many pages did Marco write last week? 36 pages 36, about romance yeah. comics. <laughs> but not romance comics. Romance manga. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Which is more romance manga than I've ever uh, partaken in just through Marco's musings. Oh, Marco's musings. Sounds good. Sounds better than his uh, muck hole. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's for, not going to No, no, no. I, I made that graphic for him. Yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm not making another one for him. He doesn't get to. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you, if you also subscribe at the um, the the next tier up, seven dollar tier, right? Seven dollar, I believe. Yeah. Um, you yeah. can get a Patreon superhero slash supervillain name, um, and then we get to read them on the show. So thank you to uh, this is Sean's bit. So I'll do this a little slower. Thank you to Thunderstruck Rebecca Alejandro, the Night Stalker Harris Najinsky. Brian Demolisher Del Pozo, uh, Julissa the Jaguar and Random Rocio, the Courageous Cunaladas, Kefis the Incorruptible, the Great Destroyer Hyper Viper 89, uh, Momentum Mike Elliott, Starcross Catherine Stars, Indestructible Indy Aaron, and uh, the next one could be you. If you uh, join our you. Patreon. You know what I will say? Next one, I, I will come up with it. So oh, that either will draw people to it or make people never want to actually get that tier again. So. Will you do? Will you do the whole, um, uh, the whole backstory and everything too, the way Sean did? Yeah, yeah. I'll do. A, I'll do a thirty-six page backstory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's reasonable. Yeah, a totally reasonable bar that Marco set for us going forward. Yeah. yeah. What um, What do you see your role as in this Patreon verse? You know, assigning. What, what um, slot do I play? Yeah, are you like the radioactive spider, or do you feel like you're more the watcher? 
Ooh. Um, not The Watcher, because that's pervy, in my opinion. <laughs> mm. I only watch when it gets good. Like, that's that's what that dude's like. And I'm not allowed to get involved. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to, though. That's not where my fun is. Um, <laughs> Uatu has always been creepy. And then, like, he just, like... He like he brought Nick Fury over to some kind of weird sex club, and like Nick yeah. Fury's like, "Yo, I get this. I want to be, I want to be the unseen." <laughs> <laughs> and guys, that's the story to uh, to uh, what, what was it? Um, original sin. There you go. Original sin. You that's don't need to read it anymore. It's about voyeurism the, in comics. The original sin is voyeurism. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that uh, 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 Jack Ryan is asking uh, hero gasm? Uh, I, I haven't I haven't read or watched the Hero Gasm episode of The Boys yet, so I haven't watched The Boys. Oh, Kale, is it good? Is it worth it? It is hilarious, violent, and very very well done. Carl Urban, you big Carl Urban guy? I do love Carl Urban. Uh, he's in it. That's that's the draw for me. I like Carl Urban a lot. Carl Urban's in it, and um, Jack Quaid's son is in it. Jack. Isn't Jack Quaid the son? Dennis Quaid's son. Oh, Dennis Quaid's Jack. son, Jack Quaid, isn't it? Yes, right. yes, yes, okay. yes. Um, who I think is, is great. Uh, yeah. Ooh, I, I really recommend that. It's it's uh. good stuff. Not that I you need another thing on your plate. But yeah, join join our Patreon. Um, but even if you don't join the Patreon, you can ask us questions in a myriad of different places. Um, you can ask it on the Patreon. You can ask it on the Discord, the aforementioned Discord, which is linked below. Or you can ask it uh, on the YouTube thing. So you can send us pigeon mail. Um, good luck getting that pigeon over the Atlantic. If you're in the U.S., sending it to Kale. Uh, probably easier to send it to the New York area. There's a lot of pigeons around there. If you want to send me mail, um, just DM me. I'll give you my address. Yeah, or send it to Buckingham Palace with Kel's name addressed on it. I do genuinely. Uh, I have a friend whose father checks the mail at Buckingham Palace. Oh, really? I I, sh- I shit you not. This September, I'm going to a wedding in Buckingham Palace. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you have to wear? Do you have to wear one of them uh, frilly shirts like uh, like I, Jerry Seinfeld, second Seinfeld reference? <laughs> I'm gonna have to like go shoot go suit shopping. Oh, that is you gotta wear pantaloons, I believe. I believe that's necessary. Oh, you want you man. have to like powder your face. I look you terrible. have to have horrible teeth, like like wooden teeth at that point because dental hygiene yeah, wasn't thing back there. Yeah, so. no, you're almost there. Yeah. Yeah, just keep at it. <laughs> Keep eating wasabi ice cream. That'll do it. Yeah, yeah. I'll quit brushing for the week ahead, and it'll yeah. be all right. Yeah, prep for a friend's wedding by not brushing your teeth for months on end. <laughs> great, great, great way to show love to the, yeah. the, the, How much new, I the newlyweds. Love these people and support them. <laughs> Gonna be like SpongeBob when he uh, eats that rancid Krabby Patty or whatever. Yeah, yep. It's <laughs> yep. clearing out Buckingham Palace. You might. I was going to say kill the, kill the queen with that, but <laughs> I don't want the British Secret Service. I don't know what they're called. MI6. MI6. Oh, that's well, not that's, just that's a, like a marble thing? I guess it's... Oh, it's MI13. Guys, we have questions. Oh, yeah. Kel, and, and if you want to... Questions and comments. And comments. Uh, Mostly comments <laughs> with one question, yeah. All right. So on our Garth Ennis interview... 
you can find on YouTube or anywhere you get your podcast. Uh, JB gave us a comment. He said, uh, this was a really wonderful interview. Great questions and interesting to hear his perspective on these topics. Thanks. I gotta say, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take full credit for that uh, that episode. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you're the one that hooked it up. Uh, was I? <laughs> I wasn't even around on the show <laughs> at this remotely. point. I'm like, did no. I? <laughs> I was like, I don't remember doing that. Um, he. Uh, so I think I've told this story on the pod before, but I'll tell it again just because uh, it's funny to me. He. Uh, this was just after the boys came out or ended. And uh, he put out war books. And Still that's is. like his big yeah. thing. He loves yeah. writing war books, World War II books. And that's what he wanted to talk about. And the person that was in charge, you know, his handler or whatever was like, he only ask him questions about that. So, so Sean <laughs> just, he like dipped his toe in. And I'm sitting there. We're about to lose Garth Ennis. We're going to lose Garth Ennis. <laughs> oh, you dipped so into the boys, like outside of the war Yeah, talk. yeah. He just said yeah. uh, the question was just just to the effect of, you know, you got to be excited about all the hype the boys is getting. And I, I could see him kind of, oh, yeah, yeah, that's great. And that was it. <laughs> and then we got into the the uh, the actual interview and it was, oh, okay, all right. But he was not here for answering questions about anything other than these books dude loves him some more yeah, yeah surprise he's not american um let's uh let's get to the next one okay uh rick ricardo ruisu ricardo ruisu ruisu i ricardo ruisu. faked i faked that one i'm trying to get the puerto rican out of me but uh i apologize if that was an awful mispronunciation of your name. I will pay for it. Uh, he says on episode 295, the, the last episode, yep. the we- that Webtoon ad is why comic creators get paid so little, even if they write or draw wonderful stories that connect to people on deep levels. Yeah, I think that's a point that I don't think we talked about, <laughs> is the, the idea of stuff like this making comics low art means they don't get paid the same <laughs> like yeah just perpetuates that and now uh somebody who i don't know creates this giant ip for a big company um that then becomes uh, a multimedia ip uh never got paid that much so yeah and that's the story of comics uh yep yep unfortunately maybe maybe one day it can change but mm. uh let's uh read this uh question on the discord uh regarding your birthday actually right that's correct i got the greatest birthday gift this year uh from tetsuki fujimoto gonna release a new one shot manga and then he's we're gonna start the second part of chainsaw man a week later oh come on uh so this question is from matt murphy Good old Murphy. He says, uh, with Fujimoto dropping a new one-shot on the 4th and Chapter 1 of Chainsaw Man Part 2 on the 14th, will the comics pals do back-to-back manga reviews for the first time? I gotta say, I doubt it. <laughs> That's what Sean said when he replied to him. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I I made a reply. I would love though, that, and, but yeah, I made a reply on the uh, the Discord, and maybe this can uh, can plug the Patreon a bit too. Um, where for the Patreon, we do book clubs. Our Thor uh, God of Thunder volumes one and two book club comes out in two weeks, uh, mm-hmm. first week of July, and probably the day after this aforementioned the Fourth of July. Um, and part of the Patreon is that you get to vote on the book that we talk about. We'll give you usually four or five options. You can pick it. And let's just say there might be options on there that you have to read backwards. You know? I might throw a berserk on there because people keep telling me how to fucking read that book. So why not? Uh, tell me about it. Just, just throw. Have you? Have you read that? Or I haven't read it, but people keep telling me to. <laughs> maybe throw, throw some Chainsaw Man on there and uh, yeah. see if the. Yeah. So if you guys really want that, maybe uh, go on the uh, the uh, the old Patreon and uh, force us to. Yeah, yeah, force us to. For, uh, force the other guys. I'll do it happily. You can tell me I mean, to I'll, do it I'll for free. And anything. I'll, do it. I'll read anything happily. I'm going to be reading fucking Asterix, even though it wasn't my week. Uh, this coming Bowels Bulls because, you know, it's, uh, it's a thing I want to do. Uh, and I have way too much free time now, so. Oof. I thought about I thought about giving you uh, something meaty. Meaty? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the world is too hard right now. Oh, okay. So I'll give you Cross next time. Good. Sounds good. <laughs> no, the, the one I was thinking about is there's a, uh, a graphic novelist. Uh, named Joe Sacco, who does um, sort of journalist reports, but he does them in uh, graphic novel form. Okay. And they're tremendous, tremendous pieces of art, great comics. Uh, but God, they're depressing. Yeah, and I think I'm, I'm think I'm cool on that for now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like his his famous one is about Palestine. It's like, you know, yeah, real light, light stuff. (laughs) Yeah. When you say meaty, you mean some heavy meat. Yeah. The big old schmeat you wanted to, you wanted to give me that schmeat. Oh, Harris uh, in the chat. Hello. How you doing? How you doing? Um, Talk about schmeat. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. So once again, fourth week in a row, is it? think so that we are going to be on ezra watch Ugh, worse, uh, worse but this than time ezra is really uh ezra's really kind of uh what's the word i'm looking for uh getting this old-timey villain vibe going on i, I threw uh yeah i threw uh the old the old snidely whiplash on the uh on the stream there because oh, yeah. that's the kind <laughs> of uh vibe i'm getting from them um, so, uh, Rolling Stone. So this time it's not even like just little news outlets coming on. This is like a full on, <laughs> uh, article by Rolling Stone, um, talking about, so the, the, the title of this, this article was, uh, guns, bullets, and weed Ezra Miller housing three young children and their mother, mother at Vermont farm. So we're in another state, by the way, we were in, uh, Hawaii. We were in one of the, the Carolinas, um, the, Oh shit! We've been all over the place with Ezra. Yeah, there's like a, a new a new story in each state. It's great, which uh, we'll talk about in a bit. Um, but yeah, so this story kind of uh, tells a story about uh, Ezra Miller has been uh, hosting this 25 year old mother and her three young children at their Vermont farm. Um, and I guess it's the way it's been described. And again, this is another one of those like 
Ezra Miller. Um, there might be more sides to one story. We don't know, but we can only get what this mother is talking about. So the mother described it as her uh, being in a uh, looks like an abusive relationship and has her kids. And Ezra is housing them, I guess, like saving them um, for, uh, for, you know, in their farm and has a whole bunch of guns there. And the guns I've seen like pictures of or whatever are like those old timey muskets and shit. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's actually true. It's not in the Rolling Stone article. Um, but God, Ezra is just all over the country just doing strange things. Like on paper, this is one of those things that sounds like, okay, maybe this could be well-intentioned. You know, similar to that other story where it was like, um, he was like with some like girl that he was talking or, or they were talking to for months when the girl was underage and like the girl's like, no, I'm fine. This is totally my decision. It's got a little bit of vibe of that too. It's like, uh, yeah. It wasn't there a, a part of the article that was like, there are photos of the baby with bullets in his teeth. Yeah. There was a picture of a baby just sucking on a little bullet, you know, Oof. loose ammo around. I mean, so there were there were guns in my household growing up, and I and I remember there being uh, empty shells in my crayon box. So like it happens, <laughs> you know. They might have been loaded. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I knew where the gun was, but I don't it, have any. I don't have a way to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not taste like pennies. I will say that. I will say it tastes like pennies. Mm. Not great. Nope. 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 Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't have anything clever to say about this. It's just like this. It's just this. NB's a criminal, man. Like, get him out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild. Like, we've heard stories last week where Warner Brothers Discovery is like, all right, let's just keep this under the radar. Hope it doesn't get worse. Um, hope we can just. I don't know. Let it uh, let it run its course and just release Flashpoint and get it over with with Ezra. And then fucking a Rolling Stone article drops. Like that's a major publication. Yep. Especially for entertainment, and to have your headlining star of your tentpole film be this the the main character in this piece, uh, where a one year old might have access to firearms. Yeah. Real yeah. good, especially uh, nowadays. <laughs> Two sources with this is from the uh, the Rolling Stone article. Um, two sources with knowledge of the situation expressed concern to Rolling Stone that it's a, an unsafe environment for children, alleging that there are unattended guns strewn about the home on Miller's 96-acre property. One source who, like the other, requested anonymity for fear of retribution recalled an instance where one of the children, a one-year-old, allegedly picked up a loose bullet and put it in her mouth. Jeez. Hey, well, in that vein, uh, I have a game for you, Cal. Oh, boy. So the idea of Ezra committing these uh, maybe maybe not legal crimes, but um, acts of questionable nature across the country, apparently. I thought uh, we'd play a little game, and this is going to go full screen so you won't see us for a bit. Um, a game of...
I gotta fix one thing, guys, and then I could do that. I forgot to add something to my. Uh, um, Harris wants to know how much credence we place on the rumor that Flash will debut on HBO Max as opposed to theaters due to uh, Ezra. Um, I don't think they can release that on HBO Max. I think that's too yeah. big of a thing. Um, that's too important for them. And it would... Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe, maybe they uh, get rid of Ezra and recut it in a way to just do the Supergirl and Batman stuff. I don't know. that. Yeah, Maybe that can be an HBO Max thing. Um, but we yeah. should be good for sound now. So uh, let's play a game of... Uh, Y'all can hear us on the, on the where chat. Where in the world is Ezra Miller? Yeah, they should be able to hear us now. I, I can see the, the lines moving. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm going to give Kale the little little hints on a place where Ezra has uh, traveled the multiverse and committed acts of questionable intent throughout. <laughs> so this is across, you know, Marvel, DC, wherever. Um, and uh, he's got to tell me where you think where you think Ezra is now. Uh, so the first one, uh, Ezra is in a place, um, uh, so this is a small Eastern European country, um, and its largest city is called Doomstep. Where could, uh, where could Ezra Miller be committing crimes here? Is he slapping around Doombots in Latveria? You know what? A Doombot was singing horrible, horrible Bon Jovi songs in Latveria. So Ezra Miller had to go and just slap them things about. Um, it is yes. Latveria, right? It's not Latvia. Uh, yeah, Latvia is the Latvia. actual country. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. That's what I Latveria thought. Latveria doesn't, doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Um, so, oh, oh, Ezra ran somewhere else now. Now Ezra is in a city that was originally located on the planet Kalor, but was brought to Earth by Green Lantern Hal Jordan. Um, and without his knowledge, uh, the animals nearby um, needed a safer environment to live in and attach their, their selves to the Green Lantern's energy trail, giving them uh, a little more super, uh, super intelligence. Where could this be? That might be too – oh, is it Gorilla City? It is Gorilla City. I did wow. not realize the, the Green Lantern backstory to Gorilla yeah. City. I had to. Uh, I got. I got to give credit where it's due. I I saw that from uh, Harris in the chat because um, I had no idea. But then, as soon as he said it, I saw the the the, the phallus shape there in the in the photo. Oh, the <laughs> the old silverback uh, uh, dome there. Yesaya, uh, right. hello, hello. Um, so yeah, Welcome. you're 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 two two for three right now. Let's see if you can uh, finish out strong. Um, so Ezra has broken through the multiversal barrier again. And uh, is now in another place. Um, so this place um, was founded in 1941 by General Augustus Pickens and bankrolled by Barnabas B. Blossom. The town is divided into two parts, the north side where the rich live and the south side where the poor live. Where could Ezra Miller? Riverdale. Yes, yes, it is Riverdale. So if you are uh, a teenager, watch out. <laughs> He's coming for you, Betty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably. Probably. I, uh, by that picture, I thought it was. Um, I thought it was the the Richard Scary world. <laughs> it looks like that, or it looks like the um, those like rugs, those little rugs you would get as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, to that display with your cars on. Yeah. 
No joke. When I moved out and I'm living by myself now, I was tempted to buy one of those for my bedroom, but I realized they're cool, cool, but like it might be a little, as as the youth say, a little sussy, a little sussy. Yeah. A grown man with a a um, a kid's rug, and so you know, you know, a little weird, a little weird. Uh, But that was where in the world is Ezra Miller? Fun little little game for the both of us. That was all right. That was all right. It was more for me to Photoshop. I had a little fun with the Photoshop this morning. <laughs> I got to use the motion blur. Haven't used that in a while. So, yeah. Um, I was gonna get like real, really weird locations for you, like Condock, make it a little hard. But I didn't want to. Listen, you got me with the the Gorilla City one. I genuinely didn't have that one. Harris, my man in the chat, coming through. Um, Yasia says Ezra Miller is in Buffalo Bills basement. Um, that's one word we don't say, and it's not Bill's basement. Um, all right, so more news. So for the <laughs> upteenth time, Marvel has uh, hyped up the return of Miracle Man. Um, and this time it looks like we're actually getting something, uh, as opposed to just reprints and discussion about Miracle Man as a character and in, in its importance. Um, Neil Gaiman and Mark Buckingham are going to be doing the Miracle Man Silver Age with a new issue number one starting in, uh, I believe in November. Hold on. My cat is like right on my mouse. All right, dude, come on. As he expanded the entire screen. So yeah, uh, Miracle Man, the Silver Age number one is a continuation of Neil Gaiman and Mark Buckingham's uh, story and just in time for the character's 40th anniversary. Um, they have also announced that there will be a, another Miracle Man uh, Zero. It's a giant size Zero issue that celebrates the 40th, 40th uh, anniversary of the character and brings together uh, Gaiman and Buckingham, but also Jason Aaron, Mike Carey, Ty Templeton, Ryan Stegman, and more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say I was there for the, the Cup of Joe panel when this was announced that Marvel got the, the rights to Miracle Man. Yeah. And this is like what 2011? Yeah, it was a long time ago. And since then they've put out maybe reprints. Even, I don't even think all of them of no. the original Miracle Man stuff. No. And it's just been stagnant since with them always mentioning it, you know, here and there. Um yeah, Canon Shout. Holy hell, I forgot that Miracle Man is a character in Marvel. Yeah, yeah, is he though? Like we don't even know where he <laughs> where he lies. He's kind of, yeah, he's kind of like Darth Vader at this point. He's like, yeah, Marvel owns him, but he's not really a character in Marvel. Side note, I'm very proud of Marvel for not doing that because you know it's so so easy. And you know somebody talks about it. There's like a a suit that walks around going, why can't we just put, we own these people. Why can't we get the Star Wars with the Avengers? I want Iron Man versus Darth Vader. Uh, That's what Fortnite is for. I knew they would do it with Conan. I you're you're absolutely right that uh, they haven't done it with Darth Vader and it's nuts. Yeah. So for uh for Miracle Man, do you have any familiarity with this? Yeah, I read uh, a bunch of Miracle Man while I was in comic book school, and um, it's 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 good. It's it's a very it's like a a grown up Shazam, a grown up Captain Marvel. Hmm. Okay. Um, and it is it is genuinely good um uh, i don't think i don't think he's an alan moore creation but much like 
Alan Moore's everything. He's a very um, uh, his run is very you know to the point and character defining. Um, the uh, the the sidekick, uh, Miracle Man Junior or whatever, Miracle Might maybe goes uh, rogue. And becomes mm-hmm. like the Nega Miracle Man or something, and uh, which is funny because uh, Jeff Lemire's recent Century uh, miniseries, it was Jeff Lemire and uh, Kim Jacinto, I believe, does that story with the Century yeah. and his sidekick. So yeah, yeah, um, it, it's good. It's all really good. It's very brutal, very graphic. Um, you know, in the way that you wouldn't expect, like a character like Captain Marvel to be. Sure, but I think that's like the strength of it. It, it, to me, it always felt like Alan Moore's other post superhero story. You know, like like Watchmen's the one that everyone talks yeah, about. Yeah, right. Um, this is his other take on it. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Again, I haven't read it. For, That's how I I've got it. Especially for that time, I think. You know, because I I, I don't think he created like Tom Strong or whatever. That's sure. that's yep. his right. Uh, yeah, um, you believe so, but I think DC owns the rights to it, like every other thing. But oh, great. Uh, well, anyway, uh, yeah, it's. I think his stuff is probably you know a, a very huge commentary on the Captain Marvel Shazam type of character. Um, yeah, I I would be excited to read new stuff. Sure. I just I don't know what place there is for miracle man in 2022 you know so in the it came out last december i believe it was timeless number one by marvel um it was that kang book where there's all this seeding of other books throughout the year like the marvel point ones or you know the marvel now issues um and kang's traveling the multiverse and time stream and it sets up like venom it sets up uh, what's going on in X-Men Avengers. Uh, but at the end of it, um, the whole story revolves around him uh, getting a historian to write Kang's history. And he's mm. taking this historian throughout time and stuff. Um, but at the end of it, the historian r- draws the Miracle Man logo. And like that's how the book ends. And it felt very much like, oh, this is just Marvel's doomsday clock. Like it felt like that. It's like, oh, them just like, oh, we got this property. Let's uh, let's uh, shove this into our main universe at this point because it seems like Miracle Man will be part of the MCU. And or, the or MCU. And 616, 616, 616, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, that's still the MCU. It's, it's also, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I would like Miracle Man comics. I don't think I would like Miracle Man comics in Marvel continuity, especially. You don't want to see Miracle Man uh, tussling with uh, uh, Eddie Brock at all? <laughs> real, <laughs> real thought-provoking stuff to chew on there. Yeah, what's I mean? What's he gonna do? Yell Kimota and have a explosion blow up Venom like the Captain Marvel guys do every twenty seconds? I mean, as you say that, <laughs> I'm like, oh, and Ryan Segment's in this book. Uh, hello, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm not far off. You're the problem. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fucking corporate shill that just likes uh, creative uh, endeavors to become IP uh, and lose all of their meeting. Yep. 
I say you are the problem as I <laughs> as you're drinking, drinking McDonald's. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I would say. I mean, it, it's it's game in Buckingham. It doesn't matter what it is. I, I will at least give that a go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Cannon Shout says, uh, I feel like you could bring in that Silver Age Boy Scout type character of Miracle Man into the modern age and find ways to question and challenge his ways of thinking. His character arc could be similar to why we left Captain America, not for his strength and powers, but for his unshakable beliefs. I do think that makes sense, Cannon Shout. I just, we have that with Captain America. You don't want another white dude? <laughs> on, on your comics I don't know I, I do think it, it, Miracle Man feels like a DC type character and like yeah he's, he's Marvel's, a straight rip off <laughs> yeah Marvel's always tried to have their, their analog you know I mentioned Century or Hyperion or something yeah. like that um, maybe this is the the real one that they can do I don't know I fucking love Century and Hyperion too so like I don't know maybe maybe Although I don't know. I'm not sure I, I care much to hear to read a Jason Aaron Miracle Man. Like I love Jason Aaron. That's not the the guy I feel like writes in the same vein as Gaiman and, and more. You know, it's a very different type of feel. That's the thing. I I just I, I you know, we've said he's a very DC character. I just don't see where he would fit in Marvel. Sure. You know, it's the world outside your your window. And I don't know, there's something about this character that takes it a step away from that to me. Well, um, we'll probably be reading it for Palace Pulse. I mean, that's, that's a big release. So, yeah, um, probably get back to us then. Um, but another new book coming out. There's a new book by R.L. Stein coming to Boom Studios. Uh, R.L. Okay. Stein's Stuff of Nightmares. Which it's uh, it looks like it's an uh, anthology, uh, um, Goosebumps esque horror book uh, by R.L. Stein with huh. art by um, art by A.L. Kaplan uh, with colors by Roman Titov. But the debut issue, and maybe this is me making the script and thinking this is important, but is going to have a variant by uh, Tim Jacobus. Uh, and this is the variant here. Who was the artist on the original Goosebumps books? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so they're That's they're cool. reuniting in comics, which I think is awesome. Are they are they reuniting in comics? Or are they reuniting for the covers of comics? Re- reuniting for the covers in comics, uh, and, and reuniting in the sense that there is a comic book by R.L. Stein coming out with cover art by the guy who did the original Goosebumps covers. Yeah, that's um, cool, man. That's yeah. cool as hell. Right, right, and like the, I was big into. Um, goosebumps. I mean, Kevin says, "Will yeah. R.L. Stein overwrite the first few issues?" Almost certainly. Um, He's got practice now. He did uh, Man Thing. Yeah, that which I had backups by Daniel Warren Johnson, which I what I I vaguely remember this. There was like a backup story written by. I'll have to look this up, but I'm pretty sure like that was the first time I saw Daniel Warren Johnson. Whoa! Um, and I was like, oh, this is pretty good. Um. Arl Stein's Whoa. near 80 years old now. Pushing 80. Wow. Didn't but I just want to – I, I picked this I picked this to talk about because I want to know if, if in the year 2022, an Arl Stein horror uh, – Boom Studios too, which was doing pretty good, I must say, yeah. uh, book. Does that kind of interest you? Because for me, 
I think so. I think so. I would definitely give it a try. Um, I think I think it would depend on the tone uh, for me to enjoy it. You know, if we're if we're looking at something like balls to the wall, like uh, the silver coin, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm fucking in. Um, but if we're talking like a you know a more kidsy goosebumps type book, I might go ahead and skip, just because like. I read all the Goosebumps books. I watched the Goosebumps TV show. I watched all the variations of the Goosebumps TV show. Um, did you see the movie me, with Jack Black? I, I didn't. And I, okay. I've i heard I should. Yeah, me too. I've heard good things. Yeah. Um, but I don't, you know, I'm an adult. I like adult horror. <laughs> Taxes. I mean, oh, Supreme shit. Court votes. Shit. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steer this one away. Um, so for me, like... As I have been reading comics, like the one thing that keeps pop, like popping out to me when I read it, and, and, and it turns out I really enjoy it, is a horror anthology, fucking Silver Coin. Yeah. Um, uh, Ice Cream Man. Oh, what's uh, James uh, Tinian? Haha uh, is another one. Uh, Tinian did um, Razor Blades. Razor Blades, yeah. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like the right amount of content for me. You know what I mean? Definitely. Absolutely. I do. Um, any, because I mean, cause I grew up with goosebumps. Like that's the shit I, I, I used to devour those books. I like felt bad for my parents. Cause I would like, <laughs> we'd go to the like Barnes and Noble and I'd had to pick out like three because I'd be done with it within like the yeah. week. Yep. You know, I was just eating them up. Um, but like maybe like a return to that, like maybe a lightning can strike twice for Mr. Stein here. Yeah, I'm cool. kind of excited for this. These, these covers yeah. are cool too. Like Tim Jacob was like iconic. Do you, do you yeah. have a favorite Goosebumps book? The ones that always stuck out to me are the ones. What is it? The ones with uh, is it Slappy the Dummy? Night and the Living Dummy. Yep. Yeah, yep. his were always the scariest to me. But I think my favorite might be the the classic, the mask one. Okay. The, yeah, yeah, the yeah. The girl puts on the mask and she can't get it off. Yep. That yeah. one, I, I think about that anytime Halloween comes around, and I just, I cannot. So the Night of Living Dummy things was was one of my favorites. Um, I strangely liked it a lot, even though like I was horrified of dolls. Still am. Like just the living doll uh, trope is horrifying to me. Uh, my grandma once got me a ventriloquist dummy as a kid. Which is not a gift you give a kid who is not not shown any interest in that. That's what I was going to say. You you strike me as the type of person who would actually be into ventriloquism. Uh, but I think Here's the I thing. think what I it might is have, is the Muppets. You know, it might be the Muppets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I yeah, I think you've told that story before, and I think that's where I went. Oh, huh, I'm surprised. <laughs> but yeah, you got to let a kid discover that you can't just force that on them those right. fucking dolls are scary um and i'm pretty sure my dad used to fuck with me with it or my brother used to fuck with me because i literally have memories and i know the mind is a funny thing but i have memories of that thing looking at me and moving by itself <laughs> like i know it's not real but i remember that but it's still following me <laughs> yeah so like the night of living dummy stuff is great i also like the the deep water stuff because uh, there's nothing scarier to me than like just being in the open ocean um, yeah. without knowing what's underneath you. It's just horrifying to me. So, um, Are favorites. you afraid of the dark? Oh, great show. There was that clown episode once. So good. Couldn't oh, do that. God. 
So yeah, dude, scary. like, yeah. So, like, the idea of horror anthology is something that, like, I don't think I've been cognizant is something I have enjoyed forever. Tales from the Crypt. Like, mm-hmm. another one. It's the shit I like. Beck points out Say Cheese and Die. Great episode of Goosebumps. One of my favorite shows of all time is Twilight Zone, which you can argue is sort of, twi- uh, you know, horror anthology. Horror-y. It's more of a sci-fi yeah. horror. Um, Depends on the episode, yeah. Yeah, the... the, um, the the Time Enough at Last might be one of my favorite episodes of TV of all time. Yeah, so, that's the one Twilight where he uh, he gets all the time to read and he breaks his glasses. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's just it's paced so perfectly. Um, yeah, so like yeah, I'm I'm excited for this book. Honestly, I'm gonna fucking force us to read this when it comes out. And Boom's been doing real good stuff. So, oh, Factor Fiction is great. Cannon shout. I don't that's know a, that one. That's one where you have to um, um, Will Riker. What's his name? Come on. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. He, yeah. uh, he did the, um, he did the, the, the intros to the episodes, and you had to uh, guess whether the story happened or not. I actually just watched one on Pluto TV recently with a uh, Jonathan Frakes. Thank you. Uh, where a guy who's a total asshole, and he was like an insurance agent or something, and he got makes sense. Set- several big 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 paydays um and he didn't trust banks so what he did was he uh he carved out the side of his building and kept all his money in the side of his building but one day he like coughed up blood and got really really sick and died like the next day so turned out uh his office was next to like an X X ray clinic or something. Oh man. Carved out this side of the building. And so the radiation was leaking through. And so he was getting radiation poisoning because of his greed or whatever. And it, that was true. Like that actually happened. Have you seen the, um, there's like a super cut of the Jonathan Frakes, you know, like, is that true? Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's slowed down where he sounds drunk as shit. It is. (laughs) Yeah, fantastic. It's so good. It's so good. Um, sometimes, which I think is sometimes, what Riker actually sounds like, in my opinion. But sometimes when those come on, uh, I'll just start asking questions to my wife. Have you ever walked past an ATM and thought, <laughs> what if I break that and take all the money? Have you ever yeah. looked at a dog and wondered, what's that bone taste like? Do you do that while you, uh, you, you get on a seat Riker style? Like you lift one <laughs> leg over. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. swing I've been it over trying her to, head, and then yeah, I've been trying to. Now that I have to, you know, hit the bar scene again, I've been trying to work on my Riker sit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. It's a power move. I feel. I think you got to work on the beard. No offense. Trust me, I got to work on the beard. I know it's that. A, <laughs> it's it's a, an essential element to the to the Riker. Look, you know, though. I think I think I'm going to try and channel Riker without the beard. It's a feat. It's a Ooh. feat. If you can swing the trombone, I think you can uh, you can pull that off. Oh, yeah, no, I can't do it. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, anyway, you want to talk money? No. Too bad. Uh, so oh, right. uh, Heritage Auctions uh, just auctioned off the cover for Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns. And uh, what, do you, what do you think it, uh, it sold for? Rough estimate. Do you have any details about... I'm trying to get the is exact it, is it number just here. The first, the first it's, cover is it? Uh, it's the original. It's the first cover. Yeah, that original um, piece there. Yeah. 
uh, for context, I will tell you that um, a page of Dark Knight Returns sold for 45, uh, 450 grand. Um, Trap sword, my man, what up? Um, yeah, well, I mean, this, is, this isn't, you know, it's auction in time or anything. So just like. I'm going to say two and a half mil. Um, yeah, it was over two mil. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Covers always go way higher. And this is like one of the covers. The yeah, the covers. This is this, the comic book cover. This might be like the Batman cover too. Yeah. Absolutely. So like I get it. I get it. I think it was um it might have been Mitch Garrett's someone recently was holding this cover. They had they had seen it at a uh, at a con or something and like took a picture with it. And like it is it's such a simple cover, but it fucking nails the mood yeah, of the power. Yeah. yeah, fucking Snyder um, recreated the shot in you know one of the yeah. shitty Snyder movies. Um, Whoever wins, we lose. Yeah, yeah, and comic book covers variants, you know, since have all kind of yep. you know had their own spin on this. So, yep. Um, it's it's nice to see that somebody out there has that much disposable income. They can just throw two million on a cover. Um, but I actually wanted to use this as an opportunity to ask you if you had unlimited money, what comic cover would you want to buy? You could buy the original art for. Uh, probably. Oh boy. Oh boy. Do you have I one? I do. Yeah. For me, it's the day, it. yeah. my, mine's the days of future past cover where they're behind and standing in front of the, like the wanted signs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's just like, oh, it's just like good X-Men for me. You know what mine would be? It would be the um, the issue of The Flash where it's like the uh, the Earth 2 introduction where uh, both Barry Allen oh, and Jake yeah. Eric are running well, at that, the camera to save the guy. It could be. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. That I think, the, I think, yeah. Oh, no, that's, that's going to be Infantino. Oh, that would have been Infantino. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Uh, yeah, it'd be that one. I think that would be oh, it. That's a good one. That was the first introduction of multiverse. Yep. I think the next one yep. would have been the JSA and the Justice League, that thought bubble one, right? So. Or the, yep, the magic so. crystal ball thing. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a good cover. That would be a good yep. cover. Some of those old uh, Justice League covers, like the one where, uh, it's, what is it? They're, they're turning into trees. Or the Starro yeah, cover, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, the Starro Star Justice League one. Yeah. Oh. There, there's, like, I have a soft spot for, like, original art, uh, especially Marvel covers that did the uh, the whole, you know, uh, the Marvel way of writing comics. Or even, like, interior art. Where, like, you can tell it's just, like, little pieces of paper that that's the lettering, you know, and you can see it glued <laughs> yeah. on there. Yeah, you can yeah, see yeah, the yeah. whiteout. You can see the paint over it. There's such a, 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 a kind of tactile feel to the original art. It's a very, yeah, a very time capsule. Yeah. I think I remember seeing, like, some Cockrum um, uh, X-Men art at a con once, and I was just, like, gushing over it. Or Kirby's original art, which I've, you know, seen. Um, Marvel did, like, a uh, a touring... I, I saw it at the, uh, the Philadelphia uh, Museum of Natural History, I believe. But, like, a touring, like, Marvel, Marvel Universe thing. Where they had like MCU costumes, when they had original art like that, they had Miller's um, original cover for Daredevil, where the where Electra gets killed. You know, like 
seeing that in person, it's just like, oh, shit. Yeah. And it's huge, too. They're like those, like, um, fucking artist edition type style things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went to um, an Alex Ross exhibition in Paris. Uh, she's 2014 um incredible it's just yeah. all his stuff you know hung up blown up um i i got a french edition of kingdom come that's you know that real nice hardback dude the french editions are always fucking great quality oh, it's like the french appreciate art or something oh it's the ninth art yeah it's so good if only i can yeah. read it but it's just like uh, the paper quality is great. Um, another yeah. good, uh, like a one of the like original art pieces I would love is one of the Sandman covers um, because it wasn't drawn. It was collage. It was like literal a photo taken of like a shadow box with all these different pieces in there. Um, is that uh, Dave McKean? Yeah, the actual art in it is that, but there's also like yeah. physical objects that are then taken right, and, right, and scanned. Right, right. It's weird as hell, but great. Interesting. Yeah, and I think it's like you can hold it. I think it's all together, so you can actually hold it in like whatever shadow box it's in that was taken in. Huh? Huge that would too. go for yeah. a stupid I, price. No, if that was I, still think it, I think it might have recently. I remember seeing somebody holding huh. it recently on either like Bleeding Cool or Twitter or something. Um, yeah. Especially once the show comes out, shit, fuck. Yeah, that's going on. It's a fucking Netflix shit show too. Fuck. Shit, fuck. Uh, shit, but yeah, that's fuck. uh, that's. Uh, I don't know. That's our money talk this episode. Two um, million. So that was a fun little so, discussion. You want to get into a downer? I mean, listen. Yeah. <laughs> what is your opinion on independent comic book creator Dave Sims? Uh, I don't have a high one. Uh, that's that's fair. Um, so Dave Sim, creator of uh, Cerebus. Yeah. Um, is coming out with a new book. It's called Flailing at Love, um, and it's set inside the Cerebus universe. Um, so let me see if I can get to um, uh, the the solicitation for it. So, very happily married, just ask Marie. David Birdsong trashes his ex-wife and pretty much everyone else's past, present, and future relationships besides his own, starring Cerebus. Everyone, uh, Cerebus's online porn addiction and free online advice as to what to do about it. Advice to a lovelorn whore. That's the ex-wife I was telling you about. That's right. We're bringing mainstream values to the comic book field, dishing the dirt and letting you figure out who it is we're talking about. Um, what the fuck? Dude. That was all nonsense. Uh, it was. That was barely readable. I had trouble reading that. Okay. Um, I was worried. I was worried I was missing like punctuation in the... I thought I was having a stroke reading it. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck am I reading right now? And I'm going back. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm saying that right. Um, so Dave Sim, um, you can see Cerebus in the in the corner there um, of, of this cover. Uh, Cerebus is, is one of the most probably well-known, like, um, like, you know, independent comics that has been going on for decades and decades at this point. There is a huge yeah. back catalog. Yeah. But the creator, Dave Sim, um, hmm, how do I say this directly? Because um, I don't care about saying it nicely. As a fucking incel, um, yeah. quite like admittedly used the, that terminology on himself. The original EVS. He had oh, his, yeah, yeah, his yeah. OG. decades yeah. before EVS did. Yeah, so um, let, let's see. Uh, 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 yeah, so this is his 
shitty, shitty take. I guess one of, maybe this is like a romance anthology or something. Um, uh, this is an anthology that I will not be reading or whatever. Um, this is take on uh, trans rights because that's what everyone Ugh. wanted to fucking read in this world. Um, comic book authors can be incels. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was, that was sarcastic. Thanks. Kind of shout. You know, the, the text is a little, little tricky sometimes. Um, yeah, yeah nobody asked for this. Punk. Like, it, like it's just Dave, Dave Sim is there, there. He's had like writings and musings on his blog or whatever. Um, uh, and it's, yeah, he is a despicable person in my opinion. Um, and I think he should be pointed at and laughed at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it, it, it sucks because like Cerebus has its importance in the idea of mini comics. Um, you can't shout. You're fine. You're good. Um, but the fact that we're even, uh, the fact that this even exists and the people buy this is just horrible. And I think that uh, everyone should know that he's a horrible person and we can put it out there. Look at this. The, the fucking the tagline is featuring stop dragging any gender identity around. Interesting word choice there, buddy. Um, yeah, it's it's a shit person. If you want to look into it, Bleeding Cool has done a lot. Rich Johnson specifically has done a lot of articles about um, Dave Spin Sims' uh, descent into uh, madness and being a shit human. Um, it, it's good reading, so you can at least support Rich Johnson because uh, some good stuff there. If you want, if you want, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just want to throw that out there. Don't read it; it's shit. Um, yeah, Cerebus is so weird. It is, yeah. I uh, did a deep dive around the spawn, and Cerebus had their three uh, hundredth issue right around the same time. Mm-hmm. And so I tried to um, tried to do a big sort of overview of like the history of Spawn and the history of Cerebus and like their um, unique uh, points of view and like their you know their whole thing. And I try. I tried to do it in a weekend, so that I could oh, have it for what? the show. Both three hundreds in a weekend? Well, no, no, no. I I did. Um, you know, I read a couple issues of of both. I think I read maybe three volumes of Spawn, and then a couple as much Cerebus as I could handle. And then I was on Wikipedia, you know, getting sure, as much yeah. as I could on McFarlane and then Dave Sim because I didn't know anything about Dave Sim, and I just like. <laughs> When when it came time to talk about it on the show, I just like fizzled out. <laughs> it was like it was yeah, like it's watching a, a, um, it was like watching a match in my brain just blow out. <laughs> but th- those two people, um, it's funny that you they they had their own three hundredth around the same time, um, because it is in a way two different sides of the same coin of this weird hyper masculinity. Yeah, yeah. Um, one, strangely enough, I can say Spawn a little more wholesome in this regard. Like, yeah, um, it, it's well. What I think is so interesting, and and I think about this a lot in, in a quote I saw fairly floating around, and I don't know who to attribute it to, but there it could be somebody's tweet musings or something. But basically, you know, as people are always surprised that most writers and and 
and people in the arts are sort of left wing, right? Sure, yeah. You know, and and the idea is like, well, yeah, because for the most part, writers and creative people spend their time figuring out the way people work. And so that usually engenders a, a sympathy, a, a sympathy for mm -hmm. other people and a love for humanity, right? Um, yeah, empathy. So, so says empathy. empathy yeah, yes, yeah. thank you. Well, I mean, sympathy for other people too. You know, it's not just. <laughs> um, anyway, you get people like Scott Adams and Dave Sim who are just, you know, right wing assholes and. I don't even know if like Dave Sims even right wing. He's just like shit wing. Like it's just like this weird subset that only feels like he lives in. Yeah. Um, which frighteningly is he, he's not the only one who shares opinions like that. But it, it it is it's weird. Yeah, because I feel like especially with comic book people, it's like oh no right, offense. Right. That's to comic right. book that's people. where I was going with it. It's weird yeah. to think that the guy who made Spawn, yeah, has better politics than <laughs> sure sure. Even though McFarlane, king capitalist, really, he's like he's like sure king of that, yeah. But uh, it's like you you think that the people who like like when you're cutting your teeth in comics, you're broke as shit. No offense, and I think that engenders a, a certain kind of empathy and and realization of what people are, um, and to see that not exist for people, you know, like Dave Sim or or even like an EBS or something, it's just wild to me, you know, like to be so up your own ass where you can't even see, you know the plight of other people and, 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 and realizing that fucking humanity is humanity and like fucking support people and have people live their own fucking lives the way they want to, you know, if you want to make uh, comics about an aardvark, like fucking, we let you, you know, like <laughs> just let people live. Has, um, has, uh, has Todd McFarlane said, uh, trans, trans rights. I don't know, but you can Photoshop that. <laughs> To get a, a, a spawn spawn for trans work, right? Sure, trans yeah. you know what? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's let's get the uh, the, the ball rolling on that. Um, oh, that's all I want to talk about about that shit, human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Candy Chow brings up the creator oh, of Ren, yeah. Ren and Stimpy, and that guy's a nightmare. <laughs> Honestly, though, if you look at Ren and Stimpy, it tracks. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, the, the text was there. Yeah, I was um, just watching. Um, um, oh my god! Something, something that had to do with Canada. What was it? Anyway, they did the national anthem, the Canadian national anthem, and I could only think of the royal, uh, the royal guild of Canadian kilted yaksmen from Ren and Stimpy. Do you remember? <laughs> Vaguely, once you said kilted yaksmen, I was like, oh, there's yeah, the yeah. ring, a bell ringing. Yeah. <clears throat> I once, uh, I was, I had a project in fifth grade that we were supposed to do like a, a, a skit. So okay. a dude, a dude and I took our uh, so socks off when we did sock puppets and the sock puppets sang the, the <laughs> anthem of the Canadian kilted yaksman. You being a fifth grader who was into Ren and Stimpy feels about right. Yeah. 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 Can you guess what I was into around that age? Muppets. Uh, no, it was actually Beavis and Butthead. Fucking huge Beavis and Butthead you know fan. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same. Season seven just came out. Ready for it. Uh, Catherine, hey, Catherine. What up? What's up? What's up? You're, um, you're late. Kale, do you need to, uh, you want to just go straight through with this? You need to uh, go good. for, 
You might okay. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna do like a thirty second break. You know, I gotta. You know, I'm drinking a lot of coffee, guys. All right. Let's, um, let's, yeah. Let's. Yeah, I'll let's, be right uh, We'll back. take like we'll a three right minute back. break. Yeah. And uh, we'll be right back. Yep. See you in three minutes. Hello. We're back. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> I had to go. Uh, give my cat a treat. Um, I've taught him. Uh, my cat's name is Lieutenant Commander Jordy La- Jordy LaForge. Of course. Um, and, and I taught address him, him as such. Yeah, yeah. He he only listens to his full name. Yeah, say mm-hmm. Lieutenant Commander Jordy LaForge, uh, Commander LaForge, something like that. You know, you can you yeah. can do that. Um, and I've taught him how to sit. He got it in two tries, and he started putting those pieces together. My yeah. man, big brained. Yeah, we taught Blake real quick. Oh, it's um, German Shepherd, right? Insanely smart dog. Yeah, he's yeah. so smart. He's anxious about the world. And that's what we can't <laughs> He's get so over. smart. He gained, he gained sentience <laughs> about real world issues. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's terribly distressed about the news this week. I wish I was that. I wish I could be dumb enough to to yeah. not have to understand what's going on. Yeah, and your dog doesn't it. even get that luxury. <laughs> yeah, no, he uh, he's just he's he's incredibly nervous, and mm. we can't like break it. You know, we can't. He, he's he walks four steps ahead of us on the walk. He's always pulling on his on his leash, um, barks at anything that passes, hmm. um, and we're at man. We just can't. That's the that's literally the only thing. He would be the perfect dog if we could just break that. If we could just take him on a nice walk. I mean, it might it might come with with the years. You know? Yeah, yeah. He's only yeah. two years old. Those guys have tons of energy. I don't have to walk my cat, yeah. thankfully. So, Although, I did have a backpack for him, which I don't have anymore. But uh, Maybe you plan. should get a, uh, a cat harness. And, uh, he has a harness. He's got a harness with little skulls on it. It's, it's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Take, him, got a take leash. him for a walk? He freaks out on the leash, though. He is, uh, he, I have a nervous cat. That's, what, that's the <laughs> issue. Yeah. My cat has the same level of anxiety as I do. Um, yeah. Okay. Like, All right. So we're we're working on the same uh, about the same plan. Yeah. We have uh, cat. Uh, we have pets with uh, horrible anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Which you know what, I, do, do you think I, it, he takes it from the owner? You think there's some Blake, kind of like osmosis Blake, going on? Uh, Blake was abused as a as a puppy, so he's okay. just got some you know. Yeah. 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 Issues Deep-seated that you know, issues, we can't yeah. we can't fix. Um, are cats empathetic? Are they? Uh, do they take vibes? I think so. I think so, Mike. I mean, guys, we'll talk about comics again. This is again a little. We'll get there. Yeah. You know, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, this is your uh, show. If you want to talk about comics? You yeah. go talk about comics. Sean's not here to keep time. I'm yeah. here, and I don't have any timekeeping. So you know, <laughs> fuck it. Um, but you know, I, my cat definitely has that. There is a connection going on. Like if I'm yeah. like sad, he'll come up to me. You know, he's like licked my face, so like he'll make sure he like cuddles me. Yeah. Um, he misses like he'll I'll I'll I went out I was out to like four o'clock in the morning last night. I'm running on literally caffeine right now. Um but when I came home, his blanket was right in front of the door, which he has like a security blanket that's just a human sized blanket that he uh walks around with and just suckles on when he's sad. So if he if it, that's in front of the door, he was waiting for me for hours and it's so <laughs> It's so sad coming home to that. It's just like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. You you missed me. I missed you too, dude. Oh. Zachariah asked, are cats left wing? Oh. 
Honestly, I don't think most are. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would. I would argue they would probably be more conservative. <laughs> I would think that a cat's like a real dick cat feels like a libertarian to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I only care. I, you know, I care about my rights. I should be able to do anything. That's a real cat. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, no, fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, age, age. I think age of consent laws, you know, should be. <laughs> All right, I, don't need, I don't need to go to my libertarian uh, spiel. Uh, hello, guys. Welcome back to the Comics Pals. Um, we got we got one more thing to talk about before Kale and I go about our days and leave you with the the thoughts and the memories to remember us by until Thursday. But yeah, so this we uh, we're gonna finish it off with um little little um hmm. Controversy? I don't even think that's that's the right word. Um, so, uh, what if uh, there, there's a series of what if books coming out by Marvel right now? They're all based on Miles Morales. Um, what if Miles Morales? I believe there was like an Iron Man one. Uh, there's uh, another one coming out. If uh, what if Miles Morales? Uh, how many miles does it take to save the universe? So it's a whole bunch of different miles. Is there like a Hulk Miles, uh, Captain America Miles, Wolverine Miles? Um, and I guess the fifth one is them combining together to um, do crossover shit. Um, but the last issue to come out was what if Miles Morales Thor? Um, and this was uh, written by Yehudi Mercado. And hmm, the internet, comic Twitter, comic Twitter, great, great place. Great place for nuanced discussion. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, there. If you go on Disney Twitter, that's 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 a that's a place where you don't want to be. It's like no, thank you. Ooh, this this cue of this attraction is way too under uh, under themed. Uh, I'm like, yo, what just happened with the Supreme Court? And that's what you're worried about? Never mind. Um, <laughs> but comics Twitter um, kind of tore this issue to shreds um, for what they perceived as super inauthentic uh, black splash Puerto Rican writing. Um, so let me give you a little, 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 I'll read this page here for you. Um, so Miles, uh, becomes Thor in this, I guess, uh, Yggdrasil, uh, grew in Brooklyn instead. Um, really simple premise to make him Thor. Like I, I kind of applaud that. It's like, oh, that's all. Okay. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> so I can that's do fine. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's easy. Um, so this one says, uh, of all the five realms, Asgard is his hood for Miles. You can see he's like just that. that good. This feels like Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Um, like that. Also, in its racial and authenticity, it sounds like Dr. Seuss. Uh, the Rainbow Bridge takes him to his quest. The Bifrost line goes north, south, east, and west. From Jormungandr to the Wrecking Crew, he's stuck gullin bursty in the Asgard Zoo. What the fuck? He is, he is low-key when he wants to be. Name on Marquis like, uh, like his uncle Loki. Odinson, he's the son of gods and kings. Got so many wins, check out all those rings. He's formerly known as a prince for sure. His subjects and friends, they just call him Thor. Um, so Miles says shit like, you know, real modern shit, like hammer time. <laughs> uh, one of the other things is uh, he's got style and flair to boot. With his kicks, you know he's in hot pursuit. Um, yeah, so I would... I would consider this cringy. I know that's like a, maybe it's cringy to say cringe. Um, but it's, it's, uh, it's writing. 
It seems like, you know, that, that uh, did we talk? I think we might have mentioned this either on the show last week. It wasn't in the notes or just talking before or, or, or pre-show or post-show or something. I think Sean mentioned this. Um, but it, 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 it sounds like, you know, when Mark Wade writes young people, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so the writer, um, uh, Yehudi Mercado, who is of Jewish Mexican descent, um, you know, he got, he got, he got. They were tearing them apart in the quote quote tweets. You know what I mean? Like, yep, dude was getting flamed hard. Um, and like, because of all this, because of all of the backlash on it, um, uh, Yehudi came out and said, uh, "I've taken the last few days to step back and listen," which is like the 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 typical iPhone Notes app opening. Love yep. it. Love to see it. Great. Got got the. It's it's like the the. The cell text version, like a screenwriting, you know, like a, a template. Um, uh-huh. This is just uh-huh. like apology template. Um, great. Uh, I've taken the last few days to step back and listen, and I acknowledge your criticism for my, ish- my recent issue of what if Miles Morales was Thor. While I've lived a different experience through my own Jewish and Mexican background, I still know inauthenticity hurts, and I'm sorry this failed on that front. I've appreciated hearing and learning from my black and Puerto Rican comics peers and hope to use this moment to help promote better authenticity. I'm going to donate what Marvel paid me to the Brooklyn Book Bodega, which works to build literacy and get more books to kids in New York City. Boy. That's that's nice. You know, I, I think that's cool. First of all, Brooklyn Book Bodega. Yo, give a raise to whoever came up with that name. That's a good-ass name <laughs> there. It's a triple alliteration. Like, oh, good stuff. Um, but, like, the thing that jumped out to me the most is, you know, like, yes... This is super inauthentic, uh, uh, inauthentic, in my opinion. You, you know what gave it away? Uh, so originally, I, I didn't look at this because I thought it was going to be another art controversy. Sure, yeah. Um, and so I looked at it. I looked at the art and I went, you know what? I don't hate it, actually, the as far as good. that goes. Yeah. But then on his, uh, his hammer, his hammer is graffitied. <laughs> and at that point, I went, Oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like he's got like a he's got like a style design of a lightning bolt in his fade. You know, yeah. yeah. The uh, the art on this draws some pretty damn good sneakers. You know, like these are yeah, yeah. Or uh, I, I don't. You know, I can't. I, I, I can't comment on how authentic the sure. art is. Why not, know? Kel? Hmm. <laughs> I wasn't raised in New York. <laughs> in New York, still? okay. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yep. But. It like I you know the art feels to me like a, a you know a, a, a semi decent yeah. trans- translation of what's going on. Yeah. But then I started reading that it's actually the writer, and I went, oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so for me, like I'm reading this, and I'm you know I'm from born and raised from right outside New York City. Yeah. You know I am Puerto Rican. Right. And like I read this. And I'm like, nah, <laughs> nope, nope. This is like how I sound when my Irish side wins. Like, <laughs> it's like, I'll just say like kicks out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, people don't say that anymore. Okay. All right. Guess I'm not a sneakerhead. You know, like that's, that's the bit I do at bars. It's fucking, it's kills every time it slays. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Um, but I'm reading this. I'm like, oh shit, this sounds like my bit I do. Like, <laughs> it sounds like a guy pretending to be a uh, New York Puerto Rican. Um, and like it's 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 not great it's not great um i mean writing aside i'm sure like maybe like the actual i didn't i didn't read the issue so full 
full thing there. Maybe the actual story is fine. It's a what if Miles Morales book. This is like literally Marvel just filling in the racks at this point. Like no offense to the creative team. Yeah. Um, this is not, this is a, not only is it a what if book, it's a what if Miles Morales book, who is the, sorry to say it, B tier Spider-Man character in Marvel's eyes. Um, especially in comic book publication, you know, maybe a little bit, in, you know, transmedia, but in comic books, that's how they view them. And uh, yeah, it's like, so the thing that kind of bugged me though was dude getting bullied on Twitter, bullied so much that he has to donate all of his earnings. He doesn't have to, he chose to, mm. um, to as like a mea culpa for all of it. Mm. And like, I get it, but like, in my opinion, none of this was harmful or intentional. Like guy is just trying to fucking write comics. Like it's not an easy, you know, uh, uh, business to be in. Yeah. I, I get that. And I, I think to a degree you're right. But I think, and I, I think what we sort of glossed over here is his reaction to getting bullied and, and sort of <laughs> taking these uh, critiques. Um, in the Bleeding Cool article, uh, it says that uh, uh, Michael Wilson of Lake Forest Park, Washington posted, the dude who wrote the Thor Miles comic is white and he put Asgard in the ghettos. Uh, and then I guess this guy posted a photo of the, the writer and though not his name. Uh, and that reaction blew up. Um, and, and then Yehudi Mercado countered in reply, you should get paid by 23 and me. I love how I'm not Mexican enough for Twitter. I okay. should have added more <laughs> upskirt shots, and then you would have loved it. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm, back, I'm back on the other side again. <laughs> I, yeah. See, I, 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 I don't mind defending yourself. I don't mind, sure. you know, even to the, even if he'd said, you know, I really, I was trying to um, channel um uh the guy that did um why am i blanking on his name uh hammer time sure yeah yeah uh, the mc hammer mc hammer yes yeah. uh you know i was trying to channel mc hammer and mix it with old norse rhyming poetry or whatever that sounds it good didn't work right yeah. that sounds good that sounds like something that is like <laughs> that w- i want to see Thor with parachute pants yeah yeah you know what? You um, should have just given MC Hammer the <laughs> Mjolnir. <laughs> but like, why be shitty? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's the idea. Like, if I'm if I'm getting my ass torn on uh, Twitter, like he was, not to say I'd stay quiet, but like, you know, like, oh, I would. Uh, I think that's I think that's the go. Like, comic stands stands in general. Capital S stands on the internet. Like. Yo, good luck. If you have a if you have a fandom coming after you, just just let it happen, dude. Just bunker just down. take it. Yeah, bunker down. Take t- absorb what you can from like the actual criticism in there, uh-huh. and try again next time. Like once you start saying like, oh, maybe you like upskirt shots. I'm like, yeah, that's that's a weird way of going about it. Well, yeah, and then and then he he also added, wait until people who find 
wait until people find out who created Miles Morales. It's going to blow their minds. And then he posted pictures of Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, And I think the thing is, I have issues there too, but. (laughs) Well, yeah. But like Bendis, like actively, you know, does have people like read his stuff before he sends it out, you know? Yeah. It's. I thought this was a fun little, little thing on the internet this past week. <laughs> yeah, because like it wasn't me. You know, this that's not. I mean, even the Puerto Rican side of me was just like, yeah, it's what fuck, whatever. It's typical, you know, dude, dude writing comics. You know, it, sometimes yeah. that shit don't hit, and this did not hit. But it's, this was like so. <laughs> it was almost like so bad it was good. Because uh, as I'm reading this, I'm like, it's kind of funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like not the intent, but it's like train wreck funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So Silv says, if people are having issues with representation, it's a good idea to go. Oh snap! Uh, I need to listen. Which he mentions right away after you know getting defensive on the internet and uh, in his you know response on a twit longer. Oh, a twit longer. The remember twit longers? <laughs> Boy, I didn't know that was still around. Yeah. No. It went. It's it 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 cycles between twit longer and uh and uh the notes app. Oh, yeah, you know I somebody fucked up if there's app. a twit longer or a notes app. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe maybe you should have just hung out beforehand. And maybe if you've listened and you know, like had you know that response initially, like, hey, I'm hearing you. Maybe you wouldn't lose your whole paycheck to <laughs> try and do damage control on it. You know. Uh, but like this dude got flamed into losing a whole paycheck and then on the verge on the verge of a recession. So, <laughs> Ooh, boy. <laughs> Welcome to the big time comic book uh, publishers, buddy. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So your your question in our in our show notes is: uh, Should creators have to respond directly to any and all fan backlash? Yep. Yep. And I'm I'm, I'm interested to hear uh, what my take on, on that, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My takes no. Like I, that's, that's what I'm getting at. I think I think the idea of this like parasocial relationship between you know, uh, fan and creator is a problem in on social media specifically, whether that's, yeah. you know, people who watch Twitch streamers, people who are, you know, or, or like, you know, uh, fans of actors or writers or any, any kind of creator type. There's this like idea that because they have a Twitter that I can then tweet at them to, they are accessible and I am allowed and sometimes deserve to, be listened to. Uh, but when it happens in the hundreds uh, and thousands, um, no, fuck it. <laughs> you know, you don't need, like, in my opinion, like you don't need to respond to all of that. Like I'm thinking of like, like Jim's up great guy. But when that Thunderbolts mm-hmm. thing happened, mm-hmm. you know, dude was literally responding. Tweet. Yeah. Yeah. Dude was literally responding to every tweet in like, the book hasn't even come out yet. It was just like yeah. the idea of the book was like against the Thunderbolts purists, you know, opinions yeah. on what it should be. And it w- it wasn't even like a th- there wasn't even like a problem with it, right? No, like it wasn't this no. guy pretending like, to be. There's no songbird. We're the bad guys, you right? know. Like, <laughs> and like the dude was on the defense, you know. Like, in my opinion, like no, unless you like you really fuck up and you've that you've you've you know hurt people or something or like did some misrepresentation like like in this case um mm-hmm. even then like you don't need to be responding to joe schmo on, on instagram you know like mm-hmm. sure if you want to respond 
to the royal we or the royal, um, you know, uh, reader in this. I think that's fine. But like people who are fighting in the in in the replies, like you know, like I, I don't. I think I'm on both sides. It's like a if you're the creator, you don't really owe anyone your time in that mm-hmm. regards. You know, you've you've given them what you've given them, and that's the product. You know, that's the creation. Um, and as the fan, just because you read something doesn't mean you need, you, 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 you are, are owed that right to right. the creator to have your opinion heard or give feedback or, you know, yell at them for, for doing something you didn't like. Like, it's just the, this, this singular, like the, the accessibility of social media makes that relationship almost one it feels one-to-one for some people. Which is just not the case. It that is a a a, a lie, in my opinion. Mm. I think I think I come somewhere just slightly softer than you. Okay. I think ultimately I agree. I think it's a big no, but I do think I do think I put more onus on the audience because it, you know, I think I I think you know. A decent person will listen. And even, you know, like in this case, a decent person will, even if they react first and then come back and apologize, uh, I think that, you know, a decent person will listen. Sure, yeah. yeah. And and they won't, you know, they'll, they'll listen to the hurt. They'll listen to the, the, the note behind the note, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they can apologize or or blow it over or whatever. But I I I do think, like you say, now in this era of you know a, a, a social media account means they're at arm's length. Um, I perceived think to be at arm's length. You know? Perceived to be, yeah. yeah. Um, I do think that a lot of the general public tends to come uh in bad faith mm-hmm. you know to get to to get and be the next viral thing yeah um or even just to clown you know yeah um all those uh, I, anime profile picture people yeah the the yeah. twitter eggs yeah. um i just you know i i think that there's a, a degree of both you know you have the audience that's acting in bad faith and then you have the the artist who likely is just you know doing their best exactly yeah and even if they react like 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 this you know yeah yeah and even if they react first and then come back and apologize later you know they're still doing it sure yeah. It's not like he's he's Dave Sim, you know. <laughs> That's why I put right. these two right next to each other. Yeah. Like like there are people out there that can almost deserve your ire. Um that, you know, I don't think this guy meant to do this, but you know. Right. Maybe fucking sit down and listen. <laughs> that doesn't hurt. Yeah. But also, yeah. guys, stop attacking people on Twitter. Like, come on. <laughs> come on. Yeah, Kev Kev has pointed out in the chat, where's the editor? Like I mean, it's Marvel. Probably a white dude as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah. but that's what I mean. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's nobody around that could have gone. Hold on a second. <laughs> yeah. What, what would the editor's note be on this? Like, 
yeah, I got a couple notes for you. Um, this, uh, this, is, this feels very white. Is this Where, where's the, the intro to yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a complicated issue, especially, you know, as social media goes on and, you know, uh, especially for like new, new upcoming, you know, comics creators too, like where you need that social media presence. Like you cannot yeah. get into comics without it really. Um, you kind of have to push it. You know, like, like, like Silv, they're, they're, you know, they have a, a, a Kickstarter going on right now. Like, you gotta, you gotta be in the trenches a bit. Oh, man, yeah. guys, make sure and back Silv's Kickstarter. Silv, yeah. I've failed you. I've meant to bring it up for the past three weeks. Go to, if you want to drop a link in the chat, please do it. Uh, but yeah, but like, you got, you gotta be in the trenches some, some bit. So like, there is, there is a necessity to be on social media. Yeah. Like, uh, sucks. You, you don't need to fucking attack people. That's all I'm saying. But also, maybe write a better Puerto Rican dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, links in the chat. If you guys want to check out. So, Perfect. Uh, Back this comic. Some, some zombo stuff. Comics pals bump and send it to the moon. So um, that is, that's our show this week, guys. That's what I got. That's what I got. Um, Kale, how'd you feel about that one? You feel good? I did. You know, I had a good time today. It's good. I don't think we need those other two. <laughs> no. Yeah. Forget it. Can we do Let's like the, do. the the nega pals, like a like a like an anti comics pal sort of thing? The comics enemies. Uh, it might be a little hard to 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 write that with the the uh, the, the image that we've had. I, I've used um uh, who who did the comics pals logo? Can you re- Letty. refresh? Yeah, Letty, Letty, Letty. Um, yeah, Letty Wilson. The I've had to use like for pals polls because I can't actually recreate their drawing. Um, right, I had right. to use Photoshop to take whatever letters and shapes and form new letters out of it. Um, cannot <laughs> right. do that for enemies. Way too much. Um, okay. But, how about uh, how about the pals? The the comics negs. Uh, I like the uh, the mystery kind of uh, pickup artist feel on that one. Yeah. 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 Ne- negging people. That's what I'm learning at the bars now. You got to yeah. neg them all. You got to do some kino. <laughs> you got to do some negging. You know. No, I don't know what that means. Kino is some slight touching that is uh, uh, not consensual. Don't listen to pickup artist shit. It is what? a sham and is, oh, dude. L- Google right. the pickup artist. No, we're going to spend the next hour talking mystery. about this. No, I got to go to the zoo. Like I can't, <laughs> Trust me, I can talk about the pickup artist for hours on end. Uh, I'm going to send you some some good good watching. Listen, I'm married. I don't need no, no, it, it's it not. Is. It's no, not no. for. It's not for learning. It's for laughing. You think the Thor thing we read was cringe? Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, I'm gonna show you the the Channel Five pickup artist uh, episode. Oh my god. You gotta watch Channel Five, dude. It was this um um uh, the uh, community Dan Harmon was this his thing? No, this is was that Channel Real 1? Life People. Um, this is real stuff. I'll show you. I'll show you. Uh, uh, all right. After the show. Kale, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Toto in tow. That's T-O-T-O-I-N-T-O-W. You can find my work at KaleWard.com. That's C-A-L-E-W-A-R-D.com. Uh, where I am not pretending to be Puerto Rican. So. Some would say I am. But I have that. the Ancestry.com <laughs> proof to show it. You know, my Ancestry.com is like all over the place. It's like little like 10% uh, Congo or it was like, I was like 8% at one point Congo. I was like, Oh, all right. Yeah. We found out my dad was adopted 
um, oh, yeah, you were in like that. 2012, yeah. I think. And uh, my whole family history has just gone out the window. I have no idea who I am. That's kind of cool, though. I love it. I'm yeah, having a great, great time. Yeah, that's great. My dad's had several breakdowns about it, but I'm fine. <laughs> well, yeah, you're, you're removed from it uh, you know, yeah. to an extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe maybe you were you were actually uh, born in Yggdrasil, and you can start talking like Miles here. Um, oh yeah, maybe I yeah. will. Maybe you're from Brooklyn. You ever think of that? That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. So uh, cool. you can uh, you can find me at the Tyler Olson on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I don't know. Talk to, if you've watched the pickup artist on VH1. It was a reality show that was horrible and probably was like the proto incel. Honestly. Um, talk to me about it. If you want to talk to me about the early mid to mid two thousands, VH one reality shows, pickup artist, rock of love, flavor of love. I love New York. I will talk to you about that. That is oh. my jam. Uh, I love, uh, 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 flavor of love. When, uh, something takes a shit on the floor, top, top three TV moments of all time. What takes a shit on the floor? Uh, so flavor, flavor, flavor names, all the, the women on the show. He gives them nicknames. And one of the names okay. was, he gave one the name something because she working with something. I think that's oh what he said. Oh, my God. Um, so something <laughs> uh, drank too much and shit on the floor. Um, that's TV, man. That's Hollywood, baby. Um, but if you want to talk right. to me about stuff like that, that's, that's my jam. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Twitch at The Comics Pals. And you can support us on Patreon.com slash The Comics Pals. Don't forget. Um, Catherine, there we go. Yeah. In, in the $3 tier, you'll get my newsletter this week where I will be eating wasabi ice cream. Can you wash it down with some actual wasabi? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Just, all right that's, that's for the $11 tier, I guess. We'll talk about that. I'll do that for the $11. Okay. All right. Folk, cool. yeah. All right, guys. Well, we will, uh, we'll see you on Thursday at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday for Pals Bowls. I don't know what balls. we're reading this week. Um, but otherwise, if you can't make that, we'll see you next week on uh, Saturday for Comics Files. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>